Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. National Championship game happened last night. <laughs> Did somebody tell that to TCU? No, they didn't. Forgot to alert them. Yikes. Oh, that was tonight? <laughs> that was... Now TCU this morning is... That was last night? Oh, wow. <laughs> 65-7, to seven. Georgia over TCU. Yikes. Oh, look at that, breaking news. Georgia just scored again. <laughs> Man, that 72-7. was 72-7. Beat down. Oh, my gosh. Uh, they may have scored on every possession. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure about that, but uh, wow. Uh, TCU could not stop Georgia. <laughs> Nor could they get much going against them on offense. They only had 188 yards for the game. We had that two-minute window in the first quarter when it was a three-point game. It was 10 yeah, to seven. Yeah, that was that, that was it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. So and TCU, you know, their next game, the first game of next year, uh, they're going to be stewing on this for 235 days. Yes, I'm a geek, and I figured it out. Uh, their first game next year will be uh, Deion Sanders' first game as head coach of Colorado. Oh wow! So. Interesting. <laughs> Should be good. Yeah. Uh, is it time for the SEC to break off <laughs> and join the NFL? Break off the SEC. <laughs> you just need to break out of college football and join the NFL now, maybe. I mean, Alabama and Georgia seem to be is so far ahead of every other program in the country. It's I, I, it's embarrassing. It, I mean, they embarrassed TCU last night. Uh, so college football's over. Hard to believe. Gosh, man, that went by so fast. <laughs> uh, triple eight, The house voted yesterday to rescind billions of dollars in funding to the IRS. Uh, first action, first majority action with McCarthy as speaker, which was great. It passed the house 221 to 210, which would mean... Is yeah. that exactly every, party lines? Yeah, every Democrat voted against yeah. uh, giving up power for the IRS agents to go after you. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Says a lot, doesn't it? It is crazy. Now, that's not going to pass the Senate. But it's the House that controls the purse strings, but I think you've got to get both sides, right? you got to. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, this won't stop it. Yeah, and, and that's what's so frustrating is, yeah. is I'm grateful that they did this. Mm-hmm. And enforce the Senate to not act, but it's like you had the presidency, mm-hmm. you had the House, you had the Senate. Right, could have done a lot of things. Democrats don't waste that kind of uh, power. No, they don't. That's for sure. So, but I'm glad that they did this. They also passed um, uh, the rules. You know, like so. Basically, oh, yeah. what the Freedom Caucus wants that 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 passed. They did uh, pass. Yeah, and, uh, and you yeah. know that who's that uh, chick that ran against. Uh, uh, Ron DeSantis uh, in Florida, Nikki Freed or something, right? She she ran against him. Uh, uh-huh. or, or did she lose in the Democrat primary? Anyway, she was trying to get a dig at Ron DeSantis, and she's like, oh, I just want to point out that Ron DeSantis was a founding member of the Freedom Caucus in the House of Representatives. Well, good. Okay. Um, good. That, That's even better. That actually makes us love him more. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad that the House, uh, you know, so far... McCarthy is holding the line. Yep. Yep. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Hey, when Joe Biden was in El Paso on Sunday, uh, he met with the Salvation Army 
And uh, the audio is kind of hard to hear, but he's introduced to somebody with the Salvation Army and just says this weird... And I, I don't know where this came from. I know. I don't know that he knows where it comes from. Mm. Uh, but here's what he said to the Salvation Army member. And here we have What? Oh, okay, old man. All right. Good. So he says, I spent some time with the Secret Service in Poland and in Ukraine. Yeah, but we were introduced as this is so-and-so with the Salvation Army. Yeah, I don't think he knows what he's talking about here. (laughs) The Salvation Army? Do you think they said the Secret Service? I don't Uh, know. I spent some time with the Secret Service in Poland and Ukraine. Uh, you know who you're talking to? Cool. Or... All right. Well, Good welcome to El Paso. <laughs> Weird. I mean, the the guy's just not home. You know, the lights are on, but nobody's home. At least he's not, you know, something like the president of the United States. That would be a disaster. Wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be really a bad thing. We'd be in a really bad way as a country if you had a leader like that. What else can you do but just just chuckle about it from time to time? <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the Biden administration is thinking about uh, banning, uh, thinking about ga- banning gas stoves because you know why not? Let's just get rid of everything we're used to and that we use in life. Uh, a ban on gas stoves because they're citing the harmful pollutants released by appliances, by those appliances. And the Consumer Product Safety Commission is mulling the action after recent studies showed emissions from the devices can mm. cause health and respiratory problems. See, looking out for you, man. Aren't they always, though? Mm-hmm. Aren't they always looking out for us? I'm sure that uh, poor families, or not, not even necessarily poor families, um, people that use gas stoves we have a gas stove right right uh, uh, just switch over to electric pat yeah just do that <laughs> no you're i like gas that. stoves well you're not gonna have a choice soon enough that's just it why it, should i in america why should i yeah, be able to choose the kind that, of stove right? i want what do you think this is america come on now <laughs> <sighs> they, they completely eliminate choice and uh yeah you will uh yeah they're just taking away one freedom after another Mm-hmm. you'll like it Remember how the left freaked out that Donald Trump had those classified documents in Florida? Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. It was was great, really, that the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago because he shouldn't have had those. He's probably selling uh, nuke secrets. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he's probably an agent of some other foreign government. Ah, And it all makes sense now. Well, Attorney General Merrick Garland has assigned the U.S. attorney in Chicago to review documents marked classified that were found at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement in Whoa, Washington. Wait, what now? Yeah, he's, uh, Biden's harboring classified <laughs> documents. Okay. Roughly 10 documents are from Biden's vice presidential office at the center. <clears throat> and uh, CBS has, has learned that the FBI is also involved mm-hmm. in the U.S. Attorney's inquiry. Oh, well, if the FBI is involved, then you know it's they'll get to the bottom of, of this. Taken care of. Mm-hmm. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. So um, hmm. he had these documents when he was vice president. 
Mm-hmm. Is he allowed to have them as vice president? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I'm not positive though on that. Pretty sure he shouldn't have them now. And they they were off site. You know, they were at the 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 Penn Center there. Um, which, by the way, I was doing some googling this morning. <laughs> this is so. Fifty-four million dollars in donations to the Penn Center from communist China. Okay, twenty-two million of which are anonymous. Were anonymous donations. Wow. Fourteen point eight million was one single anonymous donation, and the Penn Center there, the the Biden Penn Center there, that that's part of the Hunter Biden investigation. This is going to be interesting. That's bizarre. What were those documents? Oh, my gosh. Top secret documents doing at a place that China has a lot of influence over. My gosh. Follow this one, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I, I Do we start impeachment uh, proceedings? Okay. Because if it was Trump, they certainly oh, would. Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, man. And why, why didn't the FBI just raid the place, you know, in the middle of the night? Right. Why didn't it just... <laughs> right. What is... Jeez. Uh, Absolutely amazing. (laughs) And, you know, there will be no outcry from CNN or MSNBC. They won't care about this. They won't care about it at all. New York Times, Washington Post, they're all, I'll bet you they all ignore it. After making such a federal case out of the Trump situation in Mar-a-Lago, they're not going to pay any attention to this. And if you live in Ann Arbor, Michigan... You probably know all about this. Ann Arbor Public Schools will be implementing a new district-wide mask mandate in the weeks following winter break (laughs) as a preemptive measure to prevent the spread of illness. (laughs) Shut up. Masks will now be required while indoors in AAPS schools from January 9th through 20th for all students, staff, and visitors. Mm -mm. During this time of return from travel and social activities, the requirement of masks while out while indoors at school is a measure to reduce the spread of respiratory illnesses and related absenteeism and to prioritize health and in-school learning, particularly at this transition time following winter break. Wait, this is the, uh, somebody pointed out, this is the same superintendent that just a few days before this went into effect was um, naked face, receiving an award of some sort, uh, standing there with others, but but no, let's Mm. make sure that the kids and everybody's wearing masks... uh, Okay. Stop the spread of uh, RSV. Who was it that just said last week we mm. had this audio, I think? Yep. That there was not a single study mm. anywhere. It wasn't like an official, like the coronavirus uh, task force leader, Dr. Ja at the White House. Do we have that clip? Let's There's see. no study in the world that shows that masks work that well. So you're never going to get huh. the kind of benefit from okay. mandatory year-round masking hmm. as you would from making substantial improvements in indoor air quality. But it's a lot easier to implement huh. as well. Is that, is that what you were thinking about? That's what I was thinking of. Dr. Yeah. Ja? Yeah, Dr. Ja. The guy who's in charge of all this crap at the White House? Yeah. <laughs> when did he say that? Was that recent? Oh, yeah, it was. I think it was December 23rd. It was right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And yet, yeah. we continue with this scam of the masks. You don't... I'm, Stop I swear, with the mask thing. Ann Arbor parents refuse. Do not comply. Right. Because as soon as you do, we've been down. It wasn't that long ago we've been down this road before. We see what happens when a society says, okay, well, it's just a mask. Right. And then what's next? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We don't need to do this. It doesn't do any good. 
And look, if you, if you want to wear a mask, go ahead. Sure. I've got no problem with that. Go for it. Yeah, if, if you just feel better, if it makes you feel better, that's fine. Do it. But it should not be mandated. You should not be forced into wearing a mask. When it doesn't do any good. Seriously, what? All right, before you know it, your kids are going to be remote learning in mm-hmm. Michigan. Your businesses are going to be locked mm-hmm. down. You're going to be told to stay at home, except for unless your last name is Whitmer. And, um, right. you know, just... I, it's you almost got, inevitable. You've got that, to stop right now. Stop there, it. Because there's going to be another wave of this. We're, we're, we're just going to be hit every winter, chances are. When we've, we've said that a million times. All right, this is just something now that we're going to deal with. Well, yeah, right? and they're like doing flu. this. They're doing this for RSV. Yeah, the, I mean, RSV this is. Too. I mean, they're going to find a justification for anything to get you behind a mask. If, it, like you just said, if it's not COVID, if it's not RSV, it's going to be mm-hmm. the flu season. It's going to be something else coming down the pike. Uh, you know, Jimmy mm-hmm. Fallon will sing a song about it, and uh, the next variant come along. No, don't do it, y'all. Do not comply. You got to draw a line in the sand right here. What, what old Barney Five used to say: "Nip it in the bud." Right. Right mm-hmm. now. You got to do that right now. Mm-hmm. Don't let this thing get legs because you give them two weeks. <laughs> okay. We, we've been down that exact road too. 15 days to flatten the curve. Does that sound familiar? Somewhat. Yeah. Somewhat. <sighs> A news reporter in Canada, Jessica Robb, had an on-air medical emergency over the weekend. Uh, here's what happened to her. Has come just a week before the third anniversary. Well, people we spoke with say they were happy that something is being done, but this is something that they've been asking for since day one. So for them, this is about a thousand days too late. Now, Nairman, I'm looking at uh, after the, the, the day, families are pushing feds to mm. pushing the feds to. Sorry, Nairman, I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not feeling very well right now, and I'm about just... <laughs> okay, we'll come back to and me right now, and we'll make sure oh that, no. Jessica, you are doing okay. Oh Thank no. you. We will wow, make that's sure disturbing. that Jessica is okay, So, and we will give you guys an update a little bit later. Yeah. Do we know what happened sure to her? She is so, doing all right. Yeah, so anyway, so she ended that's up... That's like a Bertation from that... Remember that one? The, right. the Bertation, she uh, just couldn't speak english for a minute right yeah um so she has um uh, been communicating through social media um she is not going to discuss uh her medical information calling it private um and but now now i should back up she apparently i don't know it was tweet instagram something somebody pointed out that just recently she mentioned getting the third booster something like that right really recently and so Mm -hmm. This article talks about how she's grateful for all the support and all this stuff. She's not going to discuss her private medical information publicly. But I can, however, confirm that the situation was in no way related to the COVID-19 vaccine, end quote. Okay, well, Dr. Jessica Robb reporting. So she knows that it has nothing to do with the COVID-19 vaccine. Well, good. Okay, great. Wow. Diagnosed herself there. So there we go. You see that there's another disturbing video where a woman just falls dead at a gymnasium. Oh gosh! Oh, it's in uh, Honduras, I think, and they've got the video of her. I mean, it's the in in gym. It's almost video like they've got their mats in front of them. Yeah, yeah, I saw and that. She's, over Christmas. she's doing yeah. squats. Yeah, and then stops. Yeah, and then face plants, and she's dead. I saw that. 
I also saw that um, a soccer player um, died of a heart attack uh, a couple days ago, uh, 40 years old. My gosh. That's normal, right, for yeah, an athlete? The, the uh, girl in the gym was 28. 28 years old. Well, we think it was a heart attack. Yeah, you think? Hmm. That's interesting. There's a surfer, 47 years old, died of a heart attack four days ago. I almost feel like, I mean, I, wow. I'm... I'm man, oh man. It almost feels like it's at the point where we need to take a segment every day to go over these weird the died suddenly died segment. Suddenly. Yeah. Scary. And and you know, I mean, it happens almost every day, if not every day. And sometimes multiple times a day. And nobody's really bringing it up. I mean, nobody who can We've been bringing it up, and other conservatives are bringing it up. Bringing it up, but is anybody going to actually, in a in a place in a position of power, ask a question of maybe there are some problems here that we should look into? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure where this is. If this is, I'm just looking this up. This news site, KCRG, looks like it's in. Uh, Either Cedar Rapids, maybe, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know. Y'all know where wherever Johnson County is. Find out where the county seat is of Johnson County. But anyway, here's the story. Nearly 3,000 Johnson County residents have downloaded an app that alerts of cardiac arrests. Wow. That's... Huh. Wonder what that's all about. <laughs> huh. Just throwing that out there. Perhaps somebody uh, is seeing the writing on the wall and is looking into things. Hmm. By the way, Project Veritas has a Pfizer scientist on camera admitting the company's mRNA vaccine could be causing myocarditis. No, come on now. I won't hear of it. Pfizer? This is a Pfizer scientist. YouTube. So it's not not (laughs) us saying this. It's a Pfizer scientist. Uh, Check this out. Chris Croce is a senior associate scientist with Pfizer. He goes on to explain a test that is currently taking place at Pfizer, not to determine the effectiveness, but to see if it is leading to heart attacks. I'm glad you didn't get any uh, myocarditis. Yeah. That's a concern, right? Yeah. More so for younger people. Why? That's what we're looking into right now. Oh, that, cool. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we're doing, we just sent like 3,000 patient samples mm-hmm. to get tested for like elevated troponin levels yeah. um, to see if it's vaccine-based or mm-hmm. so. What's it look like? I don't know. We're, we just sent that over this past week and the last batch will be sent over next week. All external testing. We'll see. Hopefully it's good. Oh, I mean, if not, then my opinion, that might pull something from the market. What? Hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. Might pull something from the... What would you pull from the market? Something, Pat. Something. Yeah. Huh. Be nice to have that conversation uh, and do that testing two years ago, as yeah. opposed to right now. Yeah. Um, by the way, we have a, a, an Amazon employee who collapsed uh, in the warehouse and was sent to the doctor. The doctor was like, yeah, you're, you're dehydrated. So send him back to work. Uh, he died. Oh, jeez. He was 48, 48 years old. Hmm. Seems to be happening in the younger uh, patients. Hmm. 48, 28. 
16, Don't you remember 18. back when we were kids, you would hear somebody died of a heart attack. And if it was below the age of 50, right, that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You never heard of that. And even in the 50s, yeah, that was unusual. Yeah, definitely. I mean, now we've got teenagers. Ah, it's a heart attack, you know, just mm-hmm. that's that's the way it goes, I guess. No, no, this is this is obscene. Perfectly and, normal. People have heart attacks all the time. Do they? Young, healthy, athletic people? Do they? Mm, I don't think so. Don't question the science, bro. No, I'm not questioning science. Okay, just making no, sure. I would never question <clears throat> Anthony Fauci, the science. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that would be silly of me and hateful. Uh, so yeah, I would never do okay. that. Good. I just like somebody to look into it. Just look into the science. Let's, let's just do some science on this. You know, we all wanted the vaccine really quickly. We did. I did at the time when they were talking about the vaccine. I thought, okay, yeah, this is going to be a great way to get back to normal. We can get the immunity we need, and and we won't have to put up with this nonsense anymore. Let's get that vaccine. Well, it was rushed to market so quickly that they didn't have time to do all the protocols they normally do. They they didn't have time to test it. They didn't have time to see if if it was really effective. It happened in what? 9 months? 10 months? When it normally takes 10 years. This was done in 10 months. So they were just too quick to get this to market. And so now we're maybe experiencing uh, the fallout of that. Because when you don't test things, obviously things could go wrong. Uh, We were the test subjects, really. It was an experimental drug, and we were the test subjects, which is why I didn't really want to be a part of it. Anybody that even trusts the government for five minutes now, I mean, how could you? Well, you can't. You you? you can't trust the government right now. Yeah. They lie to us every freaking day. About everything. Yeah. And and don't forget, this is the same government that um, basically forced you to to get the vaccine, tried to force your company to make sure you had the vaccine, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, they coerced Mm you. Um, they, I mean, right up to the president of the United States, like, yeah, life's going to suck for you if you don't get the vaccine, went to court. To make sure that their mandate stuck. And they lost there. Thank God for Donald Trump judges. And now they're just, ah, oh, we have, uh, it's not our deal. Look, you didn't have to get it, you know. And don't come to us. Don't come to us and, and look for money in that fund that mm-hmm. doesn't exist to, to, and you can't bring your loved ones back. But no, they have nothing to do. Their, their hands are clean. The government, yeah. Meanwhile, here's an interesting story. United States has greenlit the first vaccine to save honeybees. Okay. So. Wait, I thought the problem was bees were dying suddenly. <laughs> Why are we giving them a vaccine? Uh, so that they don't die suddenly? Maybe this will be work mm. the opposite way. Oh, maybe bees. so. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. Bees, you better, you better get the stingers out. Because... This is going to be an interesting uh, rollout. How do they administer that vaccine? Do they hold somebody holds the bee down <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then somebody else injects them? Right, right. So you got to have is three people. Teeny... Yep. Somebody's holding uh-huh. the bee. Okay. Somebody's grabbing the <laughs> syringe, right? <laughs> yeah. And then they hand it to the person then, they administer it. Okay. You can't be the syringe handler and the poker. Oh. Yeah. So, um, isn't this fun? So it, this is this is they're gonna 
Have they tried it on? Yeah, it's um, it, what's the name of the uh, the the disease that they've got? Because they spray this. Uh, I don't know if it's a powder or whatever. It's but, foul brood. Yeah, foul no, brood no, no. disease. No, 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 no. Don't shorthand it. It's American. Oh, American foul, foul brood. Right. Okay. Disease. I love how we can't name stuff. You know yeah. where it comes from, like right. China. But boy, if it's America, oh, we're we're definitely doing that. Yeah, but this is scary. This is scary not only if you're a bee, but if you happen to eat food that bees touch, which is basically everything. Mm-hmm. Because this story creeps me out, Pat. The U.S. Department of Agriculture approved the first ever honeybee vaccine in order to protect the precious pollinators from okay. being killed off by American fowl brood, American fowl brood disease. The vaccine makers uh, Dallin Animal Health announced last week. The licensed vaccine is administered by... Okay, here's how they do it. They mix it into the food eaten by the worker bees so they don't have to hold them down and Ooh. inject them. Okay, okay that's Woo. good. That's a relief. Yeah. The worker bees then produce royal jelly, which now incorporates the vaccine and feed it to the queen bee. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, no, no. I thought you couldn't mess with Mother Nature, but I I guess guess you can. This is terrifying. I guess you can. This is terrifying. Honeybees are one of the most important animal species in the agriculture sector. No, they're not animals. They're insects. Um, In fact, bee pollination is responsible for an estimated 75% of all global produce. Oh, my gosh. And not just honey. (laughs) So... This can do nothing but good. You yeah. know that, right? Yeah, I can't wait till this vaccine gets into our system. Yeah. Because remember, that's what they, they wanted to put them in bats, this other vaccine, and then it'll just get disseminated throughout the, the planet, mm-hmm. and then you'll get vaccinated and not even know it. It's like, can you freaks in lab coats, can you just stop for five minutes? Stop trying to change the world through science. I'm tired of this nonsense. This is insanity, man. Despite this, bee numbers are in heavy decline around the world. That's due to a number of reasons, but one in particular is American fowl brood disease, which is one of the most widespread and destructive pathogens plaguing honeybees. I'm offended. Change it. Just call it AF. It's racism. Let's call it the AF disease. Uh, There's no way to prevent American fowl brood disease from spreading. And the only treatment is to incinerate the infected yeah. beehive. Isn't that something? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But this vaccine can change that, they okay. think. Our vaccine is a breakthrough in protecting honeybees. We're ready to change how we care for insects impacting food production on a global scale. The vaccine will likely be available for purchase in the U.S. for commercial beekeepers sometime in 2023. Oh, no. Did it say what company? <laughs> Did it say the company? Uh, yeah, the Dallin Animal Health. How do you spell it? D-A-L-A-N, Animal Health. I wonder who owns that. Probably W-E-F. Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Moderna. Probably so. Probably. Somebody like yeah, that. I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, by the way, I just got this message from Linda Rogers. Where did it go? Where did it go? Um, she sent this note over 90 more, uh, 99% of restaurants, especially high-end, use gas stoves and griddles. Where are we going to eat? Mm. <laughs> Where are we going to eat when they ban gas stoves? Yeah, gas stoves are way better for cooking. Yeah. Uh, which is why you see them in restaurants all the time. And so you're going to switch over to electric now? No. No. 
<laughs> no, John Fetterman, no. Yeah, no. so uh, I tell you, I mean, have they, and I, and I hesitate to ask this, is there any part of our lives that they have yet to try to touch? Is there anything? Probably, and they'll find a way to touch it. I sh- if you, if you think of one, don't tweet it out. Yeah, don't say anything about don't it. Don't call it in. Just Shh. keep it to yourselves. <laughs> Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. They now offer service with all three uh, major networks. This means that if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They offer a performance guarantee if you're not happy with your coverage. You can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So, you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Patriot Mobile's 100% U.S.-based customer service team Make switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash pat, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today when you use the offer code PAT. That's patriotmobile.com slash pat, or call 972-PATRIOT. You know, they're talking about the 4G and 5G networks. I've just read an article about 6G. What? Which might use humans as the conduit for the... Surface better like, get vaccinated. Wow, how's that gonna work? That's interesting. Better get vaccinated. Yeah, my, my cell connection depends on it. The world is changing, and in large part, not in good ways. No, so no, just know that this last half hour has me wanting to run to the mountains. I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, more Packer Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. some tweets here uh let's see interesting fella tweets the government is just the guy who shot you then insists you put on a bulletproof vest oh yeah Hmm. okay athletically overweight liberation tweets it doesn't matter doesn't matter how many times you show people having bizarre medical situations on national tv doesn't matter how many reports of people dying suddenly you show if a society if, as a society, we haven't acknowledged the truth by now, we never will. <clears throat> well, that's kind of a pessimistic look at things. Well, and true. <laughs> <laughs> and happens to probably be true. Uh, also, we have this from Lone Wolf 2965. USDA has approved a B vaccine. So, uh, what I hear you saying is to prepare for the imminent extinction of honeybees. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the government doesn't come up with good solutions. That's why I wanted to look up this this private company that was making this vaccine. Delan or see, whatever? See if they're worth trusting. Mm-hmm. See if they're in bed with the federal government on any level. What'd you find? Anything yet? No, I haven't found anything. All right. Uh, toothpaste words. Biden doesn't care about if we can cook on stoves. He's busy eating ice cream. Yeah, well, you gotta, you gotta make the... Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta make the mixture somewhere. Sure. And doesn't that have to be cooked initially? I you know, know, you put the cream and the milk and the sugar and all that stuff in, and then you kind of cook it on the stove, and then you cool it off, mm. and then you put it in your 
Yeah, I don't. I, if you're asking me how to make fill in the blank, you don't know. It's a dead end, honestly. If it doesn't involve okay. pouring basic four into a bowl and then milk on top of it, you can do that though. I'm done. Yeah, you're all right that's, with that? that's all I can do. Okay, I'm a liquid butter. The hard part is getting the honeybees to sign the release form, oh, no, no. so that they can't sue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember us signing any release forms, though. They didn't seem to have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they had a really a really good stinking deal uh, for Pfizer and Moderna on this thing. They can't be sued. Hmm. Oh, okay. Thank you. That's, that's great. I think, uh, yeah, and friend of the program, Tim Young, uh, had an interesting point he made on Twitter last night. You notice that the, these ads for vaccines... Don't feature the 28 seconds of side effects like all the other drugs they're yeah. printing on TV. Yeah, because there are no side effects. Sure. That's why, yeah, that's Keith. Right. That's right. They don't have any side effects. Yeah. How yeah. can you feature 28 seconds worth of side effects when there mm-hmm. aren't any? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I just also, I want to Yeah, point. that's amazing. That's uh-huh. a really good point. Yeah. Um, and then Pat <laughs> Head, uh, Spin Lift Run, uh, just tweeted something out that, that has crossed my mind, actually. With all of these... Uh, sudden deaths you know there's life insurance attached to many of them what's gonna happen to that industry going forward if they're having to to pay out i mean and these are young people so mm-hmm. you would imagine that the payouts are quite large uh what's gonna happen there as these deaths continue to mount I don't know. And what's I would the imagine... cost going to be for life insurance going forward? Are, and they're going and, and what she asked, I'm sorry, what she asked was um, are they going to start uh, factoring in have you had the COVID vaccine or not as they question uh, determine your eligibility? <laughs> That's a great point. Oh, they'd have to admit there's something wrong with it first. <laughs> and I yeah. I don't know that they're ever going to do that. <laughs> there's no indication that they're going to acknowledge Anything is going wrong with this, despite all the tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of reports on VAERS, the CDC's own stinking website. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I don't know that they'll acknowledge it. Well, the FDA <clears throat> has acknowledged the myocarditis. Barely. Aspect. Yeah. And then Barely. There, was, there was something else. I, I mean, you had Fauci give this, like, in very, very rare, yeah. very rare circumstance, and mostly almost benign Remember that? I mean, uh-huh. he granted that there it has happened, but almost to nobody. And when it does, it's a, it's a friendly sort of uh, side effect mm. that you might actually enjoy. It's going to be fun for you. You get a side effect from from the vaccine. It's it's going to be a, a fun time. You're going to have a good time with it. It like it makes you happier uh-huh. sometimes on the weekends. Uh-huh. Makes you more of a party animal. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hold if on. you like to go out on the weekend, this is going to make you want to go out and dance on tables. Wait. Mm. Hold on. Mm-hmm. This is the vaccine? Yeah. 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 That's the side effect of it. It might make you happier and healthier than you've ever been before in your life. Martin, you should get the vaccine. Yeah. Because I want to see you now, dancing Martin? on the table in here during the show. <laughs> Keep me entertained. <laughs> wow. Yeah, here's it's a, insane. Here's a story uh, getting zero attention from the mainstream media. 27-year-old transsexual has reportedly admitted to burning down a historic Korean church in Portland, Oregon, underscoring how he wanted to take credit for this act of apparent anti-Christian hatred. 
Good for him. The 118-year-old 3,000-square-foot Portland Korean church at Southwest 10th and Southwest Clay Street, formerly the first German evangelical church, was set ablaze around 5.30 p.m. January 3rd, and it was built in the 1800s. So, is this going to be a hate crime? Wow, look at that. That's quite a blaze, too. Jeez. That actually burned to the ground? Sure looks like it's on the way there. Yeah, it's a complete loss. Dang. Uh, In response to multiple reports indicating that the structure was fast becoming an inferno, 12 fire engines, 6 ladder trucks, 4 battalion chiefs, and 75 Portland Fire and Rescue personnel arrived on the scene uh, to fight that fire. Jeez. In April 2021, the first Christian church was targeted in an attack. His recent attacks at churches in Portland um, that I'm sure are not, these are not hateful attacks, right? There's no hate involved here. These are not hate crimes. Mm-mm. I don't want you to get confused. Okay. At least four Catholic churches were vandalized by radicals with threatening and vulgar remarks in summer of 2021. The century-old Portland Stake Tabernacle in southeast Portland was abandoned in summer 2022 after its Mormon congregates fled the state, citing the leftist violence plaguing the city. Oh, my gosh. Wow. This is just like Missouri in the 1800s. So, LDS, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, or what people used to call Mormons. Well, they still do, but... Uh, but they had to flee this state? I That is the first I'm hearing of that. Wow. Uh, also, the Democrat-run city scores uh, three on Neighborhood Scouts Crime Index, <clears throat> where 100 is safest. Okay, 100 is safe. They have a three. So you're a little bit off being, you know, the safest. I wouldn't say that Portland is the safest city right now. <laughs> uh, the chances of becoming a victim of a violent crime are 1 in 187. In the Democrat-controlled state of Oregon, the odds are 1 in 342. What? So, Por- okay, wait, Portland's say- worse than the rest of the state, obviously. Say that again. Your odds of... Uh, so what was it again? Your odds of becoming a victim of a violent crime are 1 in 187 in Portland. And in Oregon... It's one in 342. One out of 187. Yeah. Chance. Those are pretty good odds, actually, when you think about it. Uh-huh. And I can't believe all the churches they burned down. And they ran the Mormons out of the state. <laughs> Jeez. That is the well, first the crime will go down. of you that. Get, you get the Mormons out of there, <laughs> then it'll be a lot, lot... A lot more friendlier for people. Right. No more violent crimes. Right. So that's the thing. Okay. All right. So here's just here's just point of reference here. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? One in one hundred forty-two. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. It, uh, one in one hundred eighty-seven. One eighty-seven in Portland. In Portland. Um, I'm just yeah. Uh, that okay. I don't know what I'm looking at here. This isn't right. Fort Worth has one of the highest crime rates in America. Fort Worth does. It says, "Wait, hold. it says your your chance of becoming a victim of violent or property crime is one in thirty-one." Oh, I don't believe that. I don't either. No, I don't. believe I was that. trying to come up with some That's area wrong. that I'm familiar with that I could compare that to, and I'm like, 
No, no. <laughs> Fort Worth roads may rival the well, Oregon Trail. Yeah. Or Beirut. Beirut. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it ain't no Portland. Jeez. <laughs> as far as crime goes. I, it doesn't matter where you go in Fort Worth. I mean, it doesn't matter where you go. What part of the city you're in, and it's huge. It's gigantic. Mm-hmm. There is massive construction going on. I, I mean, the middle of the street is torn up all the way almost to the shoulder on both sides. So you got this thin little strip that you can go down on some of these thoroughfares. It's <laughs> And it's everywhere. Pat. Let's take it one at a time. I, I know, Pat. Can I, we do that? I have talked. I hate it so much. I have talked to government officials. Really? Who, and it's not a surprise when they tell you, yeah, we don't even know when the state's going to be out here until <laughs> we look out great. the window just like you, and then we see the orange cones go. We're like, oh, I guess they're doing that. Same with the county, and then the city of Fort Worth is nearby and all this stuff, and you never know. And and Fort Worth, their little trick is they build high-density, and, and maybe this happens in your town too, they mm. build high-density apartment complexes mm-hmm. on literally the edge of the city limits. Mm-hmm. And then they tell the communities around, all right, well, enjoy your traffic jam. At least we got our tax base. But then they don't even use that money to fix the potholes in the streets. Right. Did you ever play SimCity? Mm, yes. So fun. Mm-hmm. My gosh. Mm-hmm. I swear when I'm driving through Fort Worth, I feel like I'm in the middle of a SimCity game. And there's some giant up there just destroying the streets as I'm driving ahead on it. It feels that way. <laughs> it's so bad. It's <sighs> It's... Unbelievable. And I, I, th- I cannot stand to go to Fort Worth. Yeah, I think this I is just the American city now. It. I think this is the big American city now. I, and I have to drive there today uh, and take care of something. And mm-hmm. I don't want to because it takes forever to get anywhere. But does? I, I, but I, honest question. Is there anybody listening that travels, commutes to, drives through a big city in the United States anymore and thinks, wow, what a pleasurable experience? Yeah, maybe I, I not. honestly think it's just maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> well, Dallas isn't torn up like Fort Worth is uh, that yeah. I ever have ever seen. No, that's true. The Dallas suburbs aren't. Dallas itself isn't. But Fort Worth, jeez, everything all at once. Let's just tear everything up, and then we'll get to it someday. Some of these streets have been torn up since the day we got here eleven years ago. That is a fact. And eleven I'm so glad to hear you years say that. ago. It's not just me. <laughs> it's not just me going no, insane not. driving no. to Fort Worth. No, and it's like, okay, why did you do this if you didn't have the funds for it? Or whatever, the manpower. I don't know what your deal is for just leaving it like this. Put it back together! I know, can I just... Uh, I'm sorry uh, to, to make this so Fort Worth-centric, but I have to say this one thing. Mm-hmm. There's this one stretch of road that is so bad on one side, mm-hmm. okay, that people would go in the other lane. It's a two-lane road, and they would yeah. literally go there, and they would have to get back over in time to keep from getting hit head <laughs> right. on. Okay. Yes. I, I put know what in you're about. two complaints to the city, and then I they give you a number, and they can say you can check the progress. And both times I've gone online, Pat, mm-hmm. and it says this work project completed. Nothing was done. They just closed the ticket. Work and project I said, completed. And I said someone oh is going gosh. to die in a head-on collision on this road. Whatever. It's completed with the street torn out? I, I'm is telling it? you, I, <laughs> okay. it is madness. All right. This is a finished project? Thank you. That's great. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, Texas ain't all uh, rosy, okay, y'all? No, it's not. <laughs> no, we got some issues. Oh, yes, we do. 
Uh, speaking of churches, though, as we were moments ago, yesterday <laughs> we were uh, discussing the defeated Catholic priest, defrocked. Yeah. He, uh, he is staunchly pro-life, and he demonstrates that on social media all the time. And he does some colorful things, apparently, uh, to... You know, wake people up. Right, right. And we were trying to figure out what's the deal here. Like, uh, why did they, why did they kick him out of the priesthood? So Annie, what's her face? A- Amy, what's her face? Annie, Amy, what's her face? Uh, sent us a story that might explain a few things about this defrocked priest. Uh, Frank Pavoni had been investigated by his then diocese of Amarillo, Texas, for having placed an aborted fetus on oh. an altar. Okay, yeah, that that got attention, huh? He placed an aborted fetus on an altar and posted a video of it on two social media sites in 2016. Ooh-wee. Mm. So. Okay, well, he uh, made a point. But that was seven years ago. Yeah, I think he's just. He posts frequently about U.S. politics and abortion, and the video of the aborted fetus was accompanied by a post saying that Hillary Clinton and the Democratic platform would allow abortion to continue, and that Donald Trump and the Republican platform want to protect unborn children. It's true. I mean, those are facts. It's true. These these are facts. <laughs> uh, Pavoni remains a firm supporter of Trump. Maybe that's a problem for that. You know, his diocese. I don't know. Hmm. His Twitter handle features him wearing a MAGA hat. With a background photo featuring the former U.S. president, who many conservatives praise for his Supreme Court nominees, and and uh, also his stance on abortion, by the way. So, so but, defrocked for being <clears throat> pro-life, effectively, and and pro-Trump. Yeah, yeah. Well, can you can you not? I mean, maybe the <clears throat> politics mixed with religion is a problem for maybe. him. I, 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 I could see where that would. Is it though? Could be an issue. I, I wonder. I wonder, like, if he showed up at a like a drag. Queen show <clears throat> for kids. Mm-hmm. Would they be cool with that? They'd probably be like, eh, yeah, I, I, I yeah, whatever. Idea. I have no idea. <laughs> in a recent tweet, he sounded defiant, comparing his fate to that of the unborn. So, in every profession, including the priesthood, if you defend the unborn, you will be treated like them. The only difference is uh, that when we're aborted, we continue to speak loud and clear. Oof, man, he is outspoken. His supporters immediately denounced the measure, including the Bishop of Tyler, Texas, Joseph Strickland, who referred to U.S. President Joe Biden's support for abortion rights as evil. Thank you. Man, I appreciate it. When they say the truth, it is evil. The support by this government for abortion is evil. The blasphemy is that this... Holy priest is canceled while an evil president promotes the denial of truth and the murder of the unborn at every turn. Mm. Vatican officials promote immorality and denial of the deposit of faith and priests promote uh, gender confusion, devastating lives, evil, Strickland tweeted. A little, man, there's some uh, contention going on. Yeah, he's in a group, um, Priests for Life, Mm. which... I would assume that if you're a Catholic priest, you're just automatically <clears throat> pro-life. Well, you should be, and right? so you shouldn't need it's a the separate doctrine of group. the church, right? You shouldn't need a separate <clears throat> Facebook group, yeah, to join to make that uh, distinction. I mean, it's one thing for the members to go against certain doctrine of the church, like Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. They can, you know, that's their right. They can do that. But if you're a priest in the church, it seems like you should abide by church doctrine. Mm. But, man, there are some indications that that's not always 
uh, the case. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Uh, quite a national championship game last night. <laughs> was it? Yeah. yeah a yeah. game at all? <laughs> no, it really wasn't. 65-7 to Georgia over TCU. Uh, sad. Hmm. Maybe they couldn't, you know, they couldn't get out of the crappy streets of Fort Worth. Maybe that's what happened to TCU. Uh-huh. The, you know, a lot of their good players got stuck because they couldn't get out of the city. <laughs> Can I just say at halftime, uh, it was late in the second quarter, and Chris Fowler goes, uh, yeah, and Georgia gets the ball to start the second half. And um, uh, Herb Street goes, well, thank you for reminding us of that. Like, he was mad. Like, don't yeah. tell people so that. <laughs> They're going to go away. <laughs> when it was 45 to 7, I thought, okay, I think I've had enough. Good I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but 65 to 7. Not a surprise. I mean, when you look at the talent of Georgia, that the recruits, 77% of their football team are either four or five star recruits. It's unbelievable. Did I see 77%. a 77%. Did I read correctly? Someone posted that 15 of Georgia's players were drafted uh, into the NFL. Last year, I'm sure, yeah. So these aren't even yeah. the same guys from right. last year's championship right. team, in large part, yeah. And honestly, they got screwed over against Alabama a few years ago mm-hmm. in that championship game. This would be their third in recent years, as yeah. opposed to just their Pretty second. Amazing. Two in a row, though. It's <laughs> and then Nick Saban, what did uh, what was he? He was told at halftime by uh, uh, who's the guy who's played Georgia. He's like, yeah, you know, Georgia is like. Is like the gold standard, or whatever he said at uh, football, and like Nick Saban's face last night when he said that, like he was not happy to hear that. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. sure he wasn't. <laughs> you know, 89 percent of Alabama's team are blue chip recruits. 89 percent are four or five stars. Huh? Jeez. So the SEC, you know, uh, has some recruiting ability. And for some reason, everybody wants to play in the Southeastern Conference. David Pollock, that's who I was trying to think of. Yeah. yeah all right. Uh, we got some tweets here. Quick question. Uh, now that they found all those classified documents at the Biden Center, is the FBI and DOJ going to raid Dr. Jill's panty drawer, too? Mm. <laughs> asking for Melania. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not asking for anybody else. That's for sure. Uh, by the way, speaking of Dr. Jill, um, Sarah the Roma just sent me this picture of Dr. Jill cooking with... <laughs> Gas. A gas stove. Mm. Mm. There you go. The Steve42 tweets, I grew up in and left Fort Worth in 1992 after I graduated TCU. Some of the roads there were under construction then Bro. are still Preach. under construction now. Wow, from 1990. I believe that, though. I believe that. 30 years and counting now on some of these roads. Uh, yep. Tyler Morgan, radical uh, restorationist. The roads in Fort Worth are like the Oregon Trail. How many people die in traffic from from cholera? You'd be surprised. (laughs) A lot. Yeah, quite a few. Don't get smart, Tyler. Quite a few. (laughs) And a lot of cannibalism going on, too, uh, in Fort Worth on the roads. Uh, Because where are you going to eat? You can't can't get anywhere with the streets all torn up the way they are. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stacey Abrams was on the Drew Barrymore show. I didn't even know Drew Barrymore. She has a show. I, I looked this huh. up and right. I thought, was this like the series premiere? You know, like the show's first time ever, January? No, it's been on since September. Oh, it has? I had no idea. Okay. Okay. Uh, so is she not an actress anymore? She's just doing a talk show? I saw her on a she gonna commercial, do too. I don't guess she's doing... I did, too. Yeah. She's doing... Yeah, she's doing it a lot of commercials. Like, it was some pop-up ad for, like, a bingo phone game or something. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> There's a couple others, too, I think, that she's doing right now. Mm. Maybe people are just not putting her on movies, and so she's got to branch off and do this other stuff. Mm. I, I don't know. But here, here's uh, Stacey Abrams mm. talking <clears throat> about what her job is with the Democrat Party. Okay. So what's next? Are you going to run again? Oh, are you wait, going? Yeah. Like, are you? Do we get to look forward to this and galvanize I, I, again? I, I will likely run again. Yeah! Oh my gosh! All right, relax, Drew. Really? What is happening? Yeah! yeah! Oh, look at the audience! Oh, so oh they've all got go yellow against, um, masks on. Men who yeah. kind of wait, can you go back and freeze fair. on this? That is bizarre. Yeah, there's a lot happening here. <laughs> First of all, this isn't the right clip, but let's just keep playing this. But look at the. Look at the audience. Isn't okay. that uh, isn't that cute? Look at this. Uh, well, well, you go ahead and play. Go play that. Play that. Pat wanted to see the audience. Yeah, I want to see that. that <laughs> yes. What in the hell is going on? I would there? not. If if I was showing up to that taping, I'm leaving. No, screw you. We've got yellow masks for everybody. Is that a double masking situation? Because no. they got the white. Oh, no. that's just part of. That's just the that's top the of the yellow mask. Part, yeah. My gosh, how asinine is that? <sighs> Okay, and then yeah, the other clip it's is just, her job to run yeah, for office. I, this is just a weird response. Yeah, weird. Play the other clip, please. Right. It's part of my job, and I, I run for office. Yes, but my first responsibility <laughs> is to make sure office. anyone who wants to vote can, who's eligible. Oh, shut up! I want you to vote for me when you get in there. But I <laughs> mean, <laughs> <laughs> they've had, they've set records for voting in Georgia the last two elections. Nobody is being suppressed in Georgia. So stop with that bull crap. Yeah, you've been you rejected please? twice. Go away. They don't want you. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's it sucks for you, Stacey Abrams, that you mm-hmm. lost in Georgia before they fixed their election system mm-hmm. there and after, and after they did. Yeah, and after she really got her butt kicked. <laughs> what did he win by? Didn't he win by like eight or ten? Mm, Brian Kemp? Let's see. A lot. He won by, I think, a pretty comfortable margin. Maybe it was only five, but that seems to be a comfortable margin nowadays. Uh, Let's see here. I know she wasn't as close as people thought she was going to be. Yeah, 53.4 to 45.9. Okay, yeah, like eight points. Yeah. Nice. Good. So she got a serious uh, beating there. (laughs) Uh, Last week we were joking that Arizona probably uh, counted votes written on a napkin. Yeah, we Remember that? turned it into like a little bit. I put a scratch piece of paper. You're like, yep, that'll count. Right. <laughs> we were just kidding around. Yeah. And then, uh, oh gosh, who sent the brass tax? Pathead brass tax sent me an article from 2021 from, uh, I think it was Seattle, Washington. Yeah. Uh, basically saying that, right? And <laughs> The headline actually says that. Right. So... So uh, mail your vote on a napkin. Uh-huh. Yep. Election officials in Washington State say that counts. Okay, so I'm reading this article oh that Brass Tax sent me. Yeah, and there is reference to a video clip of of the like the Seattle voting board, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 I'm like, I gotta see this thing for myself. I mean, they had the quotes from the story, 
But um, I, I was like, I if this thing, and I clicked on it, and it had already been taken down. So I reached out to the reporter for Rebel News that posted the story, uh, Katie Davis Court, and I said, do you happen to have this original video? This just is ridiculous. She goes, uh... It's completely ridiculous, and yes, I still have it. So she sent oh, it good. to me, and it's a two-minute clip. Okay. And so what you're watching is they just had the election for mayor in Seattle. This was back in 2021. 2021, and mm-hmm. they're saying, okay, so what counts as a vote here? This is unbelievable. And masking again. Okay. Of course. Yeah, 21. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one would be for Seattle mayor. Okay, Seattle Mayor, here we go. Uh, this voter did not send in a ballot. Did not send in a ballot. The envelope voter. was empty, but we did get envelope this was part empty. of a voter pamphlet. We got this pamphlet sent uh, to us from Along a voter. The contest info at the top of the page, City of Seattle Mayor. If there had been no handwriting at all, uh, we would have just called this superfluous materials yeah. and we wouldn't bring it to Why are they sending the, the pamphlet in? We're not going to count that. Um, the fact that they put it looks like an L, and a plus or a V and a plus um, made us want to bring this forward for you to take a look at it. What? Pause that for a second. So what she just say there about the uh-huh. plus? Yeah. What so the plus mean? so she said, look, we got we got a, an envelope from a voter. There it's was no, not a ballot. There was no ballot in it. It was a pamphlet for this chick who ran for mayor. Mm-hmm. And if we had just gotten the pamphlet, we would have been like, oh no, we're not counting this. But look at that V, or maybe it's an L with a plus sign there at the bottom. God, jeez. We are in hell. Like, it's over, America. The experiment's over. I mean, you got elections decided by check marks? Seemingly bragging about right. it. This is insane. They're, 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 they're showing you this. This would count as a vote, as an example. I Watch can't this. believe it. Oh, it's, it's wow. grotesque. If they had circled Lorena's name, we would have counted it as We would have circled it. If, you, if they had circled her name, we would have counted that as well. Uh, let's see. So the question is, is this a Unreal. Right you this want to look at writings in the wrong place, you can go to your voter intent manual on page 70. Go, go to page 70 uh, of your voter so intent manual. Really what you need are the office and the position number, if, if that's applicable, <laughs> um, to uh, call it a writing in the wrong place. Um, for this instance, if we thought this was an indication that they meant to vote, yeah. then this would have everything we need. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we if, we don't, yeah. if we don't stop this madness, no, it's insane. We're, we're over. Now, so, so get this. So somebody writes on a napkin wrote and wrote the office, the office, the race, the race, and the candidate. That would be um, that would be enough. We would count that as a vote. We would count that as a vote. Yes. <laughs> what? Are you kidding yeah, you me? Kill, you can kill this now, Kayla. You can kill this now. I mean, Are you kidding me? It's. I mean, what do you say to that? Uh, goodbye yeah. to all of those uh, council members. See ya. Go somewhere else. <laughs> Ruin some other city or some other uh, country, please. Move out of the United States of America. So a big oh, thank you amazing. to uh, Katie Davis Court of Rebel yeah, News very. for... Having Nicely that done. insane wow. video from two years ago. It's, it's so uh, our flippancy about yeah you could mm-hmm. you just write it on a napkin and send it in. It's true in Seattle. I swear you well, can write your vote. There's no parody. on a napkin and send it to them. They'll count it. I'm sure they wouldn't if you're voting for a Republican. But if you vote for a Democrat, they'd accept that. There's there's no. I parody anymore. No, there isn't. There there really isn't. Okay, so what you do is Wow. 
Jeez. You wait for the next election in Seattle. Not that they would ever have a desirable candidate running for mayor, but let's just flood the election center with napkins with that Republican or whoever's name on it. A little check mark, put the yeah. office name. Right. I mean, just, this is it, How do you even know where it came from? You just... Right. Because the letter is... Or do you have it written on the on the outside of the envelope? Is that what it is? And they, and they just count that? Because it was in the official envelope? I, I, How I many know. times could you vote that way? You're not even... They don't even know it's you. They don't know if you're an actual voter. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's uh, unreal. Brass tacks, I apologize for not even catching all of this tweet when you sent this uh, yesterday or whenever it was. Uh, remember when you were talking about voting on a napkin, Washington State said that was just fine in 2021. Just after that, our Secretary of State, Kim Wyman, the only Republican elected official in the state, was hired by the Biden administration to work on election security. I mean, you can't write this stuff. Wow, jeez. You can't even make nope. this up. Man. Boy, what a fun ride it's been, America. Mm-hmm. Good night. Hasn't it been? Seriously, you can't survive this. You can't. If, if you don't stand up in Seattle, in Washington State, and say, no, that's not acceptable. I'm sorry, that's unacceptable <laughs> in an American election. Maybe you could do that in Haiti. I don't know. Probably not even there. Are you kidding me? Right, right, right. I, I, I'll make sure that I retweet <sighs> Brass Tax's uh, article, because I'm sure you're listening right now going... They've got to have something wrong. This is, sorry guys, I, I don't believe this. I just want to point this out, and I'm going to retweet this out at Keith Malinak. Uh, it's it's Como News, K O M O, right? Here's the headline: Mail your vote on a napkin. Election official in Washington State says that counts. <laughs> incredible. It's over, man. Absolutely incredible. Jeez. <sighs> so uh, this. Uh, the panel was reviewing these ba- ballots, as they as they said. Voting mm-hmm. attempts were denied for a variety of reasons. One of the improper voting attempts shown was allegedly trying to vote for a Democrat mayoral candidate. In this attempt, uh, it came in the form of an envelope that was missing a ballot. This, yeah. well, but they counted it. Yeah, yeah. They said they didn't count this. They um, did. They said they did. Oh yeah, the the, the 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 story is a different than the is this uh, a different one video? Yeah, I think that story goes through, and I'll have to go back and look. I think that story goes through different examples of what does and doesn't count. I'll find that. Yeah, is it saying that that one didn't? Because I know yeah. for a fact a paper napkin would. Regar- regardless of what those marks may have meant, the attempt was a failure, and the vote oh. was not counted. Oh, now the- she said they did count. Yeah, it. that's what she said the audio they did. Said. So one of these is. Inaccurate. I okay. don't know which. Well, you gave us a little glimmer of hope there to save the Republic. Hmm. I mean, there's no way that should count. There's no way a yeah. napkin. I mean, I thought it was a joke. It's an actual event in this nation. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so that vote was not counted. But here's the quote. Here's the question from the panel. So, and this is the audio that was hard to hear there. So, even if someone took a napkin and wrote the office, the race, and their selection, that would be enough. Quote, this is what the election official said, that would be enough, and we would count that as a vote. Oh, so why wouldn't that, honestly, and, and all honesty, that vote that they didn't count, apparently, then, with mm-hmm. the check, mm-hmm. that seemed more legitimate than writing it on a napkin. Because <laughs> at yeah, least I, you have the at least you had the candidate's face and name and all this stuff on it. Yeah. I, this is insanity. 
<laughs> voter intent, Pat. It's all about voter intent. What did the voter And how intend? do you know what the voter intended? Mm. You don't. You don't. That's why you throw it out. You throw it out because you don't know what they had in mind there. You can't read minds. You're not psychics. Wow. It's just too important to do that. <sighs> okay. So remember now, uh, Washington State, okay? Check mark on a pamphlet. Apparently, no good. Mm-hmm. Check mark on a napkin. On a napkin. Fine. Is good. Is good. So there you go. If you live in Washington State, there's your guidelines. Wow. You know, I wonder I wonder what would happen if just a deluge of Republican votes came in that way on napkins. I, I wonder. Would they be counted? Dude, this is an experiment. Jeez. When's the next mayoral race in uh, <laughs> Seattle? I don't know. Uh-huh. We're going to find a... So that was 2021, so I imagine it to 2025? Yeah. All yeah, right, y'all just think. remember this. <laughs> uh, are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings? My guess is yes. My guess is, you know, you're not really excited about the policies of this administration right now, and you might want to protect your savings. You re- Protect your retirement accounts. Diversify into gold with Birch Gold. Uh, I think we're all tired of our money being impacted and wasted by D.C. politicians. But listen, for over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, all kinds of things. It's never crashed to zero like other things, like the stock market. Um, you can protect your what you have, what you've worked so hard for. And own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Text the word PAT to 989-898, or you could say it 989898, to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs, 401ks into precious metals IRAs, Birch Gold can definitely help you find out if it's right for you. Just... Send for it by texting PAT to the number 989-898 with an A-plus rating with the BBB, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star ratings. You can secure your future with gold. Start today with a free info kit. There's no obligation to make this request. Try it out, read up on it, and see if it's right for you. Text PAT to 989-898. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Pollinated Giblets tweets an interesting question concerning these ballots and what they'll accept and what they won't. Okay. If you wipe your butt and send in the toilet paper, does it count as a Biden vote? (laughs) Yes. That is awesome. Yes, I think they'll know what you mean. (laughs) I think they'll know what you mean. Uh, Dan the Man tweets, Seattle to allow driving past a uh, polling center and whoop or yelp out of the way. Out of the car window to count as a vote. Woohoos yeah. are still under debate, <laughs> but it looks promising. Did you write that down? <laughs> oh man, uh, it's unbelievable what is happening in America. Yep, unrepentant capitalist tweets. Uh, government officials, of course, we can discern voter intent uh, from a napkin. 
Same officials. It's impossible to discern the founder's intent in the Bill of Rights. Oh, boy. That's not the truth. Jeez, man. Again, uh, what a world. And what a country we've become. Uh, Really, really sad. But we've got some good news here. Ex-Virginia Virginia Tech soccer player who refused to kneel during the BLM thing got $100,000 in a settlement. Kirsten Henning refused to kneel for BLM. She was benched. Remember, she was a, a starter, I believe, on the Virginia, Virginia Tech team. Got a lot of playing time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then she was benched and verbally attacked by her coach. And now she got $100,000 from the university. Good! Good. I think she wound up leaving. She had to leave yeah. and transfer somewhere else. So, I don't know that 100000 is sufficient. I was, you know what? I was thinking the same yeah, thing. I was should, like, you should know have gotten what? more than that. It's a lot of trouble you put me through. The coach essentially bullied her. And that's okay? Well, it's not okay, but $100,000 doesn't send the signal enough to me. I mean, Virginia Tech has more than that. They could have coughed up a million dollars to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a... We got this uh, oh, yeah. vending I, ma- machine problem. Yeah, you and I were watching this uh, after the show yesterday. Oh, And somebody yeah. sent this in to us, and there's a lot going on in this. Yeah, I have my doubts that this is real. Really? Yeah. Are you going CGI? CGI on this. Okay, I mean, there's just so many problems here. Can we Check play this out. Okay, so they're going over the machine, right? They punch in. They want 205. Okay. Mm-hmm. Check out. There's there's 205. Boy, here comes the little thing. Machine. Okay. Brings it over. Now look. Oops. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, Didn't quite no. make it in. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Pause it there, Kayla. Mm. Pa- look at that. Your card was charged, what is it, $280 <laughs> to watch it drop <clears throat> a Coke? Okay, so you lost, what, $2.25 or whatever that Coke, Coke cost? Because you can't get the Coke now. Yeah, I mean, did you see it's all the of wrong the place. bottles at the bottom? It had been... Yeah, it's happened that, that multiple times. That trail had been... But run. then it charged your card $280? <laughs> and you just happened to be recording it on uh, your cell phone? See, now that's... Mm, okay. So let's say no, let's know. say let's say that happened to you, right? Mm-hmm. And you notice all the bottles and stuff down there, and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to do this again. I'm going to record it for the internet." Um, if it's charging me two hundred and eighty dollars for the cheap, yeah, I'm not going to keep video, doing it. I'm not going to keep doing so it. So you think that was manipulated yeah, somehow? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, a little CGI trick there. How would you like to call your uh, credit card company <clears throat> and be like, "Hey, you see that two hundred and eighty dollar charge <laughs> on my credit card?" Yeah, because it said two seventy five right there. It said two dollars and seventy five cents. <clears throat> right. Okay. And and you call them and you're like, hey, so um, I'm gonna need that credited back. And then the person on the other end goes, you did it twice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I had to shoot it for it was for clicks. <laughs> I had to do that for for the Instagram. Oh man. Amazing. Yeah. So I don't know. Fun. Yeah. Uh, we got to tell you the story about uh, mating with shorter people. And why that's a uh, a desirable thing. <laughs> is we'll it? get into that in a few minutes. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, we've got to go through fun. that. That'll We'll go through that with a fine-tooth comb. Because mm, mm. uh, yeah. I'm sure you'll want to meet with a smaller person oh, and you after remember, you hear the reason why. Yeah, right. You remember <laughs> we had the uh, threats to free speech. The lady was arrested in uh, London for praying silently on a sidewalk right. in front of an abortion clinic. Yes. Well, we got some more fun. 
out of oh, uh, good out of Great Britain. Jeez. Yeah, that, that Western free, civilization is just crumbling right now. Yep, it is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat unleashed on Twitter. New York Times guest opinion column published last week claimed that mating with shorter people is a step toward a greener planet, since smaller individuals are inherent conservationists. Hmm. The essay by writer Mara Altman titled There's Never Been a Better Time to Be Short, argued that people of shorter stature live longer and are better for the planet because they use fewer resources. That's, I mean, can it get any dumber in our society? Careful. I know. Yes, the answer is yes, we can. And we do every day. We get dumber every day. The short are also inherent conservationists, which is more crucial than ever in this world of 8 billion Altman's essay referenced a study by Thomas Samaras, the godfather of shrink think, which found that if Americans were 10% shorter, it would save 87 million tons of food per year. Okay. Not to mention trillions of gallons of water, quadrillions of BTUs of energy, and millions of tons of trash. 10% shorter. So six foot becomes what? Five foot four? Help me. Help me. Is that right, y'all? I have no idea. Oh, let's see, six Sounds feet, right. you're sure. what, Ish. 72 inches, right? Oh, so, so, so it's even shorter. So, yeah, right? you'd lose, Ish. yeah, math, math is just lose like seven inches, fun, 7.2 inches, <laughs> that's a lot, yeah, <clears throat> wow, that's a lot, yeah, yeah, so, so uh, no words, thank you, so you gotta, I'm gonna say no thank you, I don't want to be 5'3". This person is so, what's the word, obsessed Mm-hmm. With with the environment, mm-hmm. that they're saying that look over time we can just breed out the tall people, right? Is these people are insane? They're sick. Yeah. Yes. They're. Uh, I, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that Margaret Sanger kind of put forward. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. To a lesser degree. I mean, she wanted to eliminate black people, mm-hmm. but she also wanted to breed out of our uh, civilization. You know, people with... Undesirables. Yeah. Yes. What was the... I don't know. I just talked about, uh, <clears throat> like, the plastic or something. Uh, what was it? The the percentage of plastic that could be reduced if we would just have short people mating. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Stupid. I mean, that's... That is... I, I'm out of words. That's insane. You know, short people got no reason to live. That's <laughs> what I say. No reason to live. It's the opposite of this person. Right. Right. This person. I mean, Randy Newman told us that clear back in the 70s, late 70s, wow. we heard short people got no reason to live. They got stubby little toes, and beady little eyes. Probably not a fan <laughs> of the environment, Randy probably, Newman. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I, I, I think that is, I would love to know the height of that author, of that study. Yeah, I would too. How tall are you? You having trouble Good finding too. a date? Is that what's going on? <laughs> you now you're trying to set policy. It's insane. It's insane what's going on. Uh, it just 
so ridiculous. It's hard to believe every day that people actually believe this stuff and actually promote this kind of thing <laughs> without being absolutely embarrassed for themselves. Uh, it's really something. Pathead Christopher uh, sent us this interesting story from the BBC from back in December. It didn't get an awful lot of attention, but apparently the COVID virus can reside on some ready-to-eat groceries for days. Wait a minute. That's what they said at first, and then they changed it. And now we're back to that. it's on the surface? Yeah, but... Oh, come on. I mean, there's there's some qualifiers here. Okay, 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 okay. So they carried out tests for the Food Standards Agency, purposely purposely smearing the virus onto Uh-oh. packaging and food products. All right. Including fruit, pastries, <laughs> and bottled drinks. So they put the virus on it. Okay. All and right. then, you know, did whatever they do with it. They didn't just randomly pick stuff off the shelf to experiment no. with it. No. They, like, sneezed on it and stuff. Because almost nothing is going to have the virus on it. Yeah. Right? Uh, and so for a lot of the foods, even that they smeared with the virus, still didn't have it on there 24 hours later. There was only a few things that had it on there for days. Okay. Uh, but, you know, it's like um, it's like some of the cancer tests they do with mice. You know, if you, if you feed them saccharin to the tune of, you know, 500 times the recommended amount in your daily diet, and you do it for six years, and then the rats get cancer... Does that mean that you're going to get cancer if you eat some saccharin? I see how this works. Okay. Okay. It's just, it's ludicrous. I mean, this is a stupid test. (laughs) It's not the real world. So what good is this? What does this tell us? Okay, well, if you smear the virus on a certain product, Uh it might be there for a little while. Okay, well, who's smearing the virus on products? Stop it. I guess if you go in there and sneeze on something and you've got COVID... You know, it could stay there, but it probably won't. Mm. So you shouldn't be freaked out by it. And don't buy stuff that was sneezed <clears throat> on either. Right. That's a good That's that, a good safety that, tip. That'd be a lesson. They picked foods often sold loosely at the grocery store, mm. uh, the, you know, deli or bakery counters, like apples, peppers, cheese, ham, olives, crusty bread, and croissants. And they said these are things that you normally wouldn't wash off before you eat. Now, if mm. I have an apple, I'm definitely washing that off oh aren't you yeah yeah i I rinse it off and then i Mm -hmm. wipe it with like a paper towel yes but strawberries there's some people in this world Uh uh-huh who like to uh you know soak everything in vinegar then rinse it off and then soak it in vinegar again and then wash it clean and then hang it out to dry and then now can i eat it carrie my gosh how many times (laughs) we're gonna run this through the (laughs) really your wife's pretty careful with stuff oh yeah yeah well good then you won't you probably won't get covid except you did twice but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I did oh man Last week, we had the video of the woman arrested for uh, praying silently on a sidewalk. You mentioned this, and she was in front of an abortion clinic. She was actually across the street from the abortion clinic. She wasn't praying loudly. She was praying silently. Police arrested her. What if she had said, no, I'm just sitting here trying to uh, uh, remember my uh, times table. That's all. I'm just in my head. I'm thinking that. They probably would have told her to move on. Yeah. 
Yeah. But move on. Oh wait, you're praying to a uh, god? Oh, I'm sorry. Now we've got to arrest you. <laughs> Just yeah, bizarre. If, if she had said, "I'm praying to my god," they may may have uh, let her get by with that too. Yeah, maybe. But if, she, if you say, "I'm praying to the god," now mm-hmm. you're coming down. Now to the it's station. a problem. Yeah. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Now, somebody sent uh, this to us. It's a letter uh, from a London resident, uh, James Goddard, received around Christmas time. This is fun. This is from the police station, some detective or whatever. Uh, Dear Mr. Goddard, regarding the crime report reference, on the 4th 4th of August, 2022, you posted a... uh, Yeah, this is too small for me to read. Yeah, you read it. Uh, All right. If you can. <clears throat> on the 4th of August, though, he posted uh, something. Posted a tweet on your Twitter account, at Goddard2066. This tweet contains a video of Wembley Way and commentary mm. from you regarding the rainbow pride flags, which represent the LGBTQ community. These comments are targeting specifically the LGBTQ community and would be considered <laughs> grossly offensive, thus being in con- uh, contravention to Section 127 of the Malicious Communications Act. I therefore require you to contact me. No. To contact me to arrange a voluntary interview so this matter can be further investigated. This interview can be conducted near to your home address, and I would suggest a mutually convenient date in early January 2023. If I do not hear from you uh, within 10 days of the date of this letter, an evidential case file may be submitted for your consideration of your prosecution. You're sincerely blah, 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 blah. And that's because he did what? He posted yeah. something? So here, here is the video. With a rainbow flag. We cut out the very last um, uh, second of the video where he, and I don't even recognize the word, by the way. It's apparently um, a bad word to call uh, gay people in Britain. Mm. I, I've never heard it in my life, but I thought, just, just not even include it. So here is the offending video that get this guy hauled down to the station. Welcome to the home of English football, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the home of English football, where the fly and the... And then there you go. The blank flag, whatever. Again, with a word that I've never heard. So for that, yeah, he's got to be investigated yeah, by yeah, the police? Come down to the station, yo. There's the... Wow, there's, our society's going to hell. Yeah. That's really something. Mm-hmm. And this from Ireland, by the way. Ireland considers enacting a bill criminalizing the possession of hateful material. Hmm. Jonathan Turley posted this. Uh, We recently discussed a troubling conviction in Great Britain of a man for his toxic ideology. Now Ireland appears ready to replicate that case a thousandfold. The proposed criminal justice incitement to violence or hatred and hate offenses bill would criminalize the possession of material deemed hateful. It is a full frontal assault on speech and associational rights. The law would allow for sweeping authoritarian measures in defining opposing viewpoints uh, that are hateful. Ireland appears to be picking up the cudgel of speech criminalization from Britain and abuse of power once used against the Irish. Mm. So they're just trying to squash free speech in Ireland and in Great Britain as uh, as a whole. I mean, this is this is a rapid. It's happening descent. all over the world, though. Rapid descent, y'all. It is. I mean, these are things that have been protected rights 
for as long as Western civilization has existed, really. Yeah, yeah. And, and as bad as that is, you know, uh, you can't have uh, materials that they don't like politically. You can't make videos stating your opinion of a flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't pray silently across the street. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's in Europe, okay? Mm-hmm. That's not like, say, let's talk about a hypothetical here. What if... And this would never happen. What if they let you write your vote on a napkin? See, then we're in trouble. When that starts happening, and again, that could never happen here. No. United States of America. No, that's stupid. But once that, let that be your warning sign. If, 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 if in America you can start voting on a napkin, uh-huh. then uh-huh. that's trouble. That's, that should be a red flag for yeah. anyone. Mm-hmm. And apparently you don't even have to show who you are. I, I, I'm telling you, the next... Just find the next city race in Seattle, and let's just flood them with napkins, <laughs> with the candidate of our choice. That's the that's mm. the trick, though. Does Seattle are they going to give us a candidate that we want to vote for in Seattle? No, <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, also, apparently, Amazon wants to kill the barcode. Uh, robots may be the future, but robotic arms are apparently no good at using an old and steadfast form of technology, the barcode. Barcodes can be hard hard to find and might be affixed to oddly shaped products. This is interesting. According to Amazon. That's something robots can't troubleshoot very well. Uh, as a result, I think the barcodes are pretty easy now. I mean, I think they've fixed that problem for the most part. You're usually on the bottom or on the side and you just... I mean, they're, the, the scanning... Device is really good at picking it up yeah. now. Yeah, and I do like on like the paper towels, the mm-hmm. barcode that's like a foot long. Yeah. So they make sure that they can find some part of it. Yep. But uh, well, as a result, the company says it has a plan to kill the barcode hmm. using pictures of items in Amazon warehouses and training a computer model. The e-commerce giant has developed a camera system that can monitor items flowing one by one down conveyor belts. To make sure they match their images. Mm. Okay, so the, the robot isn't just randomly trying to guess what it is. It already knows what it should be, and it's just making sure. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I can see this causing a lot of problems. Yeah, it doesn't sound promising. Solving this problem so robots can pick up items and process them without needing to find and scan a barcode is uh-huh. fundamental. Uh, one of the Amazon employees said it will... Help us get packages to customers more quickly and accurately. Hmm. Uh, The system called multimodal identification isn't going to fully replace barcodes soon. It's currently in use in facilities in Barcelona, Spain, Hmm. Hamburg, Germany, and uh, that's about it. So those two places. (laughs) Still, the company says it's already speeding up the time it takes to process packages there. Technology will be shared across Amazon's businesses, so it's possible you could one day see a version of it at the Whole Foods store or another Amazon-owned chain with Hmm. in-person stores. I mean, for everybody else, I think, if you're not using robots, barcodes work fine. I don't have a problem. Uh, Yeah, that's interesting. We are a society that um, we have robots now that can recognize (laughs) items, but um, Mm -hmm. you can't pray silently across the street. From a abortion facility. Like mm-hmm. in other words, the technology is leaping forward while the common sense is leaping backward. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I'd say that's a pretty accurate. Uh, 
pretty accurate conclusion of what's going on right now. That's the world. Uh, we got Brian in Michigan. Let's go uh, to, to Brian. Hey, Brian, you're on the blaze. How you doing? Good. You? I work at a, a hospital in Dearborn, and we're still wearing masks to this day. Mm. Driving me crazy. Anyway, yep. I wanted to tell you a quick, quick little story. Yeah. I went to my, my son's wedding rehearsal in downtown Ann Arbor over the summer. Sat in the window, watched all the purple-haired weirdos walk by. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Went to go to the bathroom. I'm standing in front of the bathroom. There's a little sign on the wall. It says, all gender restroom. Mm-hmm. I took it off the wall and took it home. It has three <laughs> figures on it, and um, I can't describe what the third one is. So I'm, I'm, I don't know, but <laughs> I'd love to send you guys a picture of it. Okay. All right. Thanks, Brian. Uh, but... All genders are welcome in that bathroom. I don't think that's adequate. I think every gender needs their own bathroom. Yeah, Isn't that what they're comfortable with? Well, mostly? He said it, it only had three individuals on the sign, and that's wrong. That's there's so there's 97 genders. Think of that sign. 97. Think of that sign. Somebody needs to make that into a <laughs> meme. <laughs> uh, Don in Wisconsin, you're on the blaze. Hi. Good morning, Pat. Marty hey. Keith, how's it going? Good. Mm, I'm miserable. Thank you, though. A uh, couple questions here. Uh, I got a more on trivia one. And uh, I'm seeing on the internet where Biden might fire Harris. Can he legally do that? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, he could. Okay. Yeah, he could. Uh, I don't believe he's considering that, but he could. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah the internet's full of lies. But, yes, yeah, I'm just yes it is. It's that. it's full of lies and wishful thinking and, you know, <laughs> theories of oh, people. Sorry. Yeah, appreciate it. Oh, Thanks, sorry. Don. Yeah, he could. I mean, uh, you know, Nixon got rid of Sparrow Agnew back in the 70s, if you remember, and replaced him with Gerald Ford because nobody wanted Sparrow Agnew as president and everybody knew Nixon was going to resign. So... Yeah, he could get rid of her if he wanted to. So really? Yeah, oh, sure. Oh, I thought yeah, if you, you serve at the pleasure of the president. But you were elected to the post of vice president. Yeah, well, you're elected as elected as part of his ticket. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I understand. You know, changing <clears throat> horses in the middle of you know going to in 2024, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that. Uh, huh. Okay. Well, Nixon did it. Did he? Did he? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Did he? It was after seventy-two was when he was choice? elected. It was his choice. Yeah, it wasn't Spiro yeah. Agnew. Like I can't be a part of this corrupt administration well, anymore. Well, Agnew might have resigned, but I'm sure he did that under pressure of Nixon. Okay, well that's different than firing. Yes, and it's different resigning. than firing. I demand your resignation. But that could absolutely happen, and I, I would think that the vice president, like if if Biden went to Kamala and said, "I don't want you." Uh, as my vice president anymore. Do you think yeah. she'd resist that? I don't think so. Yeah, I think I just, she'd resign. I just think that that's not an appointed office. You know? No, it's not appointed. And since you were elected by the people, I don't know. I, I just, my gut tells me she would have to resign as opposed to just him saying, you're fired. Uh, Uh-oh. Google time. Yeah, we're have to Google look time. into that. Google time. Yeah. Now that you mention that, I don't okay. know. I don't know. I'll look it up. Uh, DeepMind's AlphaCode has been conquering coding, performing as well as human beings. All right, now I'm scared. What are you doing here? The secret to good programming might be to ignore everything we know about writing code, at least for AI. It seems preposterous, but DeepMind's new coding AI just trounced roughly 50% of human coders in a highly competitive programming competition. 
On the surface, the tasks sound relatively simple. Each coder is presented with a problem in everyday language, and the contestants need to write a program to solve the task as fast as possible and hopefully free of errors. But it's a behemoth challenge for AI coders. The agents need to first understand the task, something that comes naturally to humans, and then generate code for tricky problems that challenge even the best human programmers. That's hard to believe that AI can do this. This is getting scary. It's, it, it is frightening. <laughs> unlike uh, unlike previous AI coders, AlphaCode is relatively naive. It, it doesn't have any built-in knowledge about computer code, syntax, or structure, but it learns somewhat similarly to toddlers grasping their first language. AlphaCode takes a data-only approach. It learns by observing buckets of existing code and is eventually able to flexibly flexibly deconstruct and combine words and phrases, Mm. in this case, snippets of code, to solve new problems. Okay. (laughs) Sounds real promising. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, This is where we talk about technology making leaps forward. Yes. Yeah. Can we pull back on some of those? You start to worry about some of these AI situations (laughs) where that super AI is coming, and you know it's somewhere down the road, but could it learn and become smarter than human beings and then decide that we're... You know, a virus, like on the Matrix. And, and where's that threshold where we count it as smarter than human beings? In other words, smarter than this audience or smarter than Joe Biden? See what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like it's not going to be... Uh, that'd be a good replacement. Put AI in for Joe Biden right now? I'd almost accept that. Oh, absolutely. Do yeah. this. By the way, I did some Googling over here. Um, uh, KY3, Springfield, Missouri. News on your side. Uh, here we go about the vice president thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a cabinet level office where the president has appointed the vice president. Um, it talks about how constitutionally the vice president's term is for four years. And the only way to remove them is through impeachment. So while a president could make life very So they have to resign. Yeah. Yeah. The answer is mm-hmm. no. A president cannot fire a vice president. Well, that's too bad. They could. Okay, so they can force them out. I mean, you know, force them to resign. And they can get rid of them when the next election comes up. Right. They can select another running. Now, I'm not a Kevin McCarthy fan. That makes sense. Okay, but I'm a bigger fan of his than Joe Biden. Oh, my gosh. You kidding me? So if somehow, let's say you can fire the vice president. Let's, Let's put that bug into Joe Biden's ear. And then as soon as he does that, then we work to impeach him. And then, uh, no? Yeah. I'm, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Just, yes. If just, somehow we can figure a way to get both Biden and Kamala Harris out of the way, uh-huh. and then elect Kevin McCarthy, I yeah, mean, sure. he's not an ideal yeah. president, but I'd take him over. Because I got news for you. We are less than halfway through this four-year term of Joe Biden still. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just looking at the old calendar here. Jeez. <laughs> uh, what's going to be left? What in two years? What's going to be left? Time goes by fast, though. I don't know. I, I time flies I when you're destroying a country. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, who knows what could happen? Did you think any of this would be a reality by now? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I must say, I did not see the, uh, the potential thing? banning of gas stoves on the agenda. <laughs> but gas. boy, am I naive. I know. I know. But no, the gender thing has gotten so far gone. Mm-hmm. It's just, ridiculous. Uh, it's just insanity. Mm-hmm. Could never have seen that coming. 
888 900 We still have overtime mm. coming up. We post that, what, 11 o'clock, I believe, Central Time? Yeah. So look for that around 11 o'clock Central Time. We'll see you back here uh, tomorrow for Packer Unleashed. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.